All right, what's up, everybody? Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How those legs feeling, Tracy? You know what? They're feeling good right now. Are they? But ask me tomorrow, might not be the same. Mine are feeling a little jelly. A little jelly? Got a little jelly legs. We're not as young as we used to be. Nope. All it takes is a dash and bash. And we're Take toast. us down. <laughs> All right, well, this is Greenville Miked, your one-stop shop for all things happening in Greenville, including but not limited to new and noteworthy happenings, delicious foods we've tried, events coming up this week, and the stories behind your favorite businesses around town. My name is Will. And I'm Tracy, and this is the Weekly Rundown. All right, so what did we do today? People already know, we kind of well, gave it away. Well, first of all, if you're wondering what the heck we were even talking about in the first five seconds of the podcast, we did the Dash and Bash the downtown. Dash and Bash. What's the Dash and Bash? The Dash and Bash, as we alluded to last week, was a 5K, the St. Paddy's Day 5K that started at Floor Field, kind of like looped around downtown, went in front of Unity Park, and then circled back around, and then you finish by pretty much like kind of running the bases around floor field. Kind of. You're running the outside of the field. Which is like running the bases, but, but far like away from the bases. But like farther away. I'm not much of a baseball person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But it was awesome. It, it was, was awesome. such a fun event. And there was like so many like giveaways and, oh gosh, what do you call them? Raffles. Like, oh raffles. yeah. There were lots of raffles. We didn't win any, but we were so hopeful that we were going to win a raffle. I really wanted it. The, oh man, one of their best ones was a night stay at the Grand Bohemian. We wanted that one. That would have been so fun. Such a fun staycation. Yes, that's what I want to do. It's fun when the thought of staying at like a fun new hotel in your own city and planning out a staycation is a really fun idea. Yeah, it is fun. And it is in Greenville. Yeah. And there's so much you could do. But anyways, that race was awesome. What was your time? My time Oh, I don't know the exact time. What was your your pace? My pace was 7.57 a mile. Whoa, sub which, eight. Okay, was not expecting that. I normally run pretty slow, um, but I was just feeling it. I felt the adrenaline. I felt the excitement of the race. You were booking it. And I just went for it. And the last hill about took me out and I was like, I'm about to have to stop. It's going to be like, I'm going to be one of those people that gets taken away because they push themselves too hard in a 5K. They put the hills at the end there. They did. They tested me. They did. Mine was like a 742 pace, something like that. Pretty solid. Either way, definitely faster than our regular training pace. That's, That's true. for sure. Neither of us are like cheetahs out there, but We're definitely not cheetahs. But we enjoy running. It was fun. Yep. It was a good course. We also went on a hike today. Yeah. Probably not one of the most known hiking spots around Greenville. This is Glassy Mountain. It's an easily It's like 30 minutes away from us or so, not Mm -hmm. too far. Very short. We were probably like, I think it's like a mile and a half round trip and we kind of went down the road on the way back. So we kind of cut it a little shorter. Yeah. But great views. Yeah, it was really pretty. We took Ruby. She loves hikes. She's a big hiker. She's like a mountain goat, basically. So she like hops along. Yep. She doesn't look very athletic, but put her on a hike. It's impressive. It is. Well, that's what we did this weekend, but let's get into it. Let's do it. What we got? All right. Starting us off, we've got some fun facts about Greenville. Today, it's relating to the Weston Poinsett downtown. Another historic monument. Yes. So we love the Weston. That's where we had our rehearsal dinner for our wedding. Which was 
amazing. It was. They brought out cheesecake at the end. Didn't know that was going to happen, but it did. It, we didn't know it was going to happen because we'd already and bought then, cheesecake. Yeah, we already bought cheesecake. <laughs> we were like telling our guests, we're like, stop eating their cheesecake. Yeah. We have so much cheesecake. But anyways, we're going to learn a little bit about the Weston Point set today. Okay. Uh, starting out with two truths and a lie. Perfect. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. First lie slash truth. The Weston Point set was once a retirement home. I don't believe it. Okay, next. Okay. Amelia Earhart was once a guest at the Weston Point set. Ooh, that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number three, the Weston originally had stables out front for individuals to leave their horses. Oh, I wish both two and three are true. Oh, wait, but there's two truths and only one lie? There's only one lie this time. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay Switching I'm gonna, it up. I'm going to pick the retirement home as the lie because the other two are such baller facts. Okay. The Weston Point set was actually once a retirement home. Are you serious? Yes. Isn't that crazy? It does not like, what kind of, man, that, yeah, that's like a high rise, very fancy looking retirement. So it changed ownership numerous times throughout the 70s and 80s. um, And one owner operated as a retirement home for a few years. Wow. Which is crazy. So that was true. Do you want to guess what else was true? Um, I think Amelia Earhart was true. That is true. She did stay there with some other notables. Um, but yeah, it did not have stables out front. At least I didn't read that online. I so. mean, that kind of that kind of makes sense. How old is it? Uh, almost a hundred years old. Okay, but yeah. that's you know that's still like within the invention of the automobile. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. There was no stables, but I do wish that was true. It would be cool. That would have been hype. Um, but a few fun facts about the Weston. So it was built in 1924 by an architect named William Lee Stoddard. Uh, he was like a really well-renowned architect and had developed a considerable reputation uh, and had designed countless awe-inspiring destinations across the United States. So pretty cool. It took $1.5 million to create the structure. Okay. First of all, yeah, that's so cheap in today's I know. terms. It's so crazy. Man. But so the owners of the hotel named it the Poinsett in honor of Joel R. Poinsett, who was a prominent South Carolina politician. So that's interesting. Hmm. Um, Okay. This is where it gets interesting, though. In the 1930s, the hotel surprisingly started losing money. And to save it, they hired J. Mason Alexander to serve as general manager. And he turned the hotel around super fast and made it one of the most popular destinations in South Carolina. Wow. Was this guy like a renowned general manager? Basically. You want to hear how he did it? How? So he had apparently like a tremendous attention to detail. And he even had a clean money policy. So what is a clean money policy, you ask? It's where he had his staff wash the coins in the register so that when they gave them back to guests, they would be like pristine. Wow. That is intense. When you first said the clean money policy, I would think like they're like, all right, we're no longer accepting dirty blood money like we did before. (laughs) Like, yeah, right. Exactly. But they meant physically dirty money. But that was just one of the ways he cared for the hotel and had so much attention to detail and cared for it like it was his own home. And so we get to a few notables that visited the hotel. I already said Amelia Earhart, um, but also Cornelius Vanderbilt, Senator Bobby Kennedy, and also Liberace. Whoa. I know. Wait, was Cornelius Vanderbilt? I'm guessing he was one of the Vanderbilts. Yes. Wow. And then in 1959, it started to decline in popularity because it was sold to a different guy. And then it changed ownership numerous times throughout the 70s and 80s. And that's when it became like a retirement home for a little bit. Um, So we've seen lots of different 
owners. Yeah, lots of different iterations here. Yeah. And so the hotel ended up being left vacant in the 80s up until November of 1997. That's a long time. Yeah. So P. Stephen Dopp and Greg Lennox, they purchased the site and started renovating it. And after three years of extensive construction, the owner's former employees and friends of the revitalized hotel celebrated its grand debut on the 75th anniversary of its original opening. And so it reopened itself on October 22nd, 2000. And since then, it's gotten pretty popular again. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. That is a lot. It's been through a lot. You don't realize that. So it's kind of a higher end hotel now. But before it was like a not doing well hotel and then like... Bougie hotel hosting like Amelia Earhart. Yeah. And like cleaning all their coins and then like not doing well again, a retirement home and then like totally vacant for like a decade or more. And now here it is. Yeah. It's crazy because you don't realize like the history behind the building. Mm. And like when it first opened, like the whole downstairs of it was like a bunch of shops, which is just cool to like transport Mm. yourself back to that time and kind of imagine what that might have been like. It's interesting. I feel like it also somewhat mirrors Greenville as a whole. Just the fact that from the early 2000s really started to grow and expand as well. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the things we talked about, even Falls Park was like 2000s. Right. Um, so Mayor Knox White. Killing the game. <laughs> All right. Well, there's some fun facts about the West End. Hopefully you didn't know some of that. But if you did, good for you. And moving on. We've got your favorite segment and our favorite segment, Eats and Treats. This week, we're actually talking about something savory. Woo, something savory. <laughs> Finally, we do eat savory foods. We do. Trust us. So this week, we're talking about Belladina's Pizza. I feel like Belladina's flies a little bit under the radar. I feel like they do because I hear people talk about pizza, but it's normally other pizza places. Yeah. Belladina's is underrated. Yeah, I And they're rated so. pretty highly. But they are, do have good ratings on yes. Google. They do have 258, like, 4.8 star average reviews. That's pretty good. Which is really good on Google. Well, what do you like so much about Belladinas? Uh, I think it's like, it's just really good New York style pizza. Their flavors are really good. The crust kind of has that like New York chewiness, like that kind of like thin chewy crust. You know what I mean? I just like New York style pizza and this is like really good New York style yeah. pizza. There's nothing like crazy about it. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure we, I mean, we just get pepperoni pizza, so I'm sure you can get crazier things. Maybe, but like there's nothing like fancy about it. And it just always, it always hits as the kids say. It does hit. It's popping. It's popping. It's thin. It's really good. And I've never had a bad experience there. And it's always fast. Yeah. I'd say it's on our short list. When we're like craving pizza late at night, a lot of times we're, (laughs) we're ordering online and we're driving to Belladina. And when we say late at night, we mean like 5.30 PM. Yeah. Because we're, we're getting up there in age. <laughs> um, but yeah, hit us with some reviews. Oh, yeah. I love reading some reviews. So here we go. We'll start us off nice and easy with this one from Pete. I've been in the upstate for 12 years, and this is the first place I found a classic New York slice. Very good food and service. Also got the deli calzone. Okay. Nice job, guys. With the finger emoji that's like. Yeah, like chef's kiss. Okay, good job. Okay. Yeah. All right. This one. This is from Rich. This restaurant deserves every star. Everything we tried was a party in the mouth. Whoa. The small, unassuming place. See, there you go. Flying under the radar. Had about six tables 
which were full at 3 p.m. on a Saturday, we ordered meatball and garlic bread appetizer. Wow. The two perfectly seasoned meatballs came with two pieces of garlic bread. The sauce was out of this world. Wow. Okay. Yep. High praise. And he goes on to continue to praise them. He says it was the best pizza he ever had. And then get this one from Tommy. Sorry, but I'm giving this place the three F's. Fast, friendly, and fresh. We love that. (laughs) Yep. Hit me out of the left field there. (laughs) The food came out in a timely manner. The service was great. I didn't get the guy's name, but very friendly and nice. Everything from the app to the dessert was fantastic. You got everything from apps to desserts. Oh, yeah. We need to branch out. The people have spoken. The people eat. The people review. We eat. We speak. The people eat. The people eat. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the circle of eats and treats. (laughs) All right. There we go. Anyways. Moving on (laughs) to new and noteworthy. We've got a new brewery in town. It is Magnetic South Brewery. It is located at Judson Mill District, 701 Easley Bridge Road. There's 16 different beers on tap. So that's exciting. Um, And they have a Cuban-inspired menu. Whoa. Yeah. It's not often you see a brewery with a Cuban-inspired menu. I know. It's fun. Have you taken a look at it? I have. What would be most appealing to you on first glance? And then also... Maybe what would be most adventurous, a little outside your comfort zone. Yeah. They have a lot of good things. Most appealing to me would be the La Cubana. What is that? It is marinated pork with Swiss dill pickles and mustard on a Cuban roll. Okay. So kind of like a classic Cuban sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a classic girl. We know this. That sounds good. We've been there. I like that. Um, And then your other question, something more adventurous. Yeah. That would definitely be the Cuban Jack. This is a veggie sandwich with marinated jackfruit. Lettuce, tomato, onion, and avocado on a Cuban roll. Marinated jackfruit? Yeah. Whoa. People use jackfruit in the place of meat quite often. And I've heard it's good, but it still freaks me out because it's fruit. Jackfruit's crazy. Yeah. I had a buddy growing a jackfruit one time. Yeah. Shout out to Devin. Shout out to Devin. He's one of our loyal listeners. I don't know if his jackfruit is still alive. I need to ask him that. Yeah. Let us know, Devin. Text me, Devin. All right. But yeah, so their menu looks delicious. Um, Their hours, so Monday and Wednesday, they're open from 4 to 9 p.m. And then Thursday to Saturday, they're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then Sunday, 12 to 8 p.m. So just in case you're trying to head over there, yep, heads up on the hours. Sounds great. Next up, we've got some events coming up this week. So, starting on Friday, Greenville Heritage Main Street Fridays are starting back up again. So, basically, this means there's going to be live music at Noma Square every Friday from now until pretty much the end of September, September 29th. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is awesome. So, the weekly music series on Main Street, it opens at 5.30 p.m. and closes at 9.30. Bands play two sets at 5.50 and 7.40. Chairs go fast. Bring a tailgating chair if you're not arriving early. We're super hype about that. We love free music. We love it. That's Sounds awesome. Sounds like a super cool vibe. Definitely going to be there. It's so cool. And it's free. And you can go grab a pizza from Belladina's and then go listen to some music. Exactly. Boom. We did that at the Christmas parade. We did. We, we grabbed love- a pizza from Belladina's and went and watched the parade. And okay, people went nuts <laughs> over that pizza. Oh Do you remember that? Yes. 
So literally everyone in the parade kept coming over to me. I had like the box in my lap and they kept trying to steal the pizza. They're all like joking, but it was alarming how many times it happened. It was honestly like, I was like, what's the obsession with this pizza? Yeah. Because probably like seven people were like, can I have a slice? But they were like, just kidding. Yeah, I know. But it would be like, I was like the Grinch on one of the main floats would right. like hop off and run at me with the pizza and like try to grab it. Maybe maybe the people do know about Belladinas. Maybe it know. doesn't fly under the radar. Maybe it's really on the radar. Maybe so. So next up, March Madness is continuing at Bon Secours. So tell us about this, Will. Yes, we got the Sweet 16 and Elite 8. First two rounds are almost done as we're recording. And so by the time you hear this, it will almost be decided. So there's going to be various times, Friday at 2.30, Saturday at 11.30, and then Sunday and Monday at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 20 bucks. So if you actually want to go see the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 of March Madness in Greenville, super awesome opportunity. Go do it. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. All right. Also, Friday... All the way until Sunday, we've got Jurassic Quest. Can't keep the dinosaurs away. More dinosaurs. (laughs) Yep. So this is taking place at the Greenville Convention Center. It's Friday from 12 to 8, Saturday from 9 to 8, and Sunday from 9 to 6. There's so much happening at Jurassic Quest. Uh, Look on their website to get the full rundown. But basically, you can ride a dinosaur if you're a kid. If you're a kid. Not if you're an adult. You can bounce in the bounce houses. Probably also, if you're a kid, you can do some dinosaur crafts. You can dig for fossils. You can meet baby dinosaurs. And you can walk with larger dinosaurs. So there's lots to do. All of that sounds like real dinosaurs to me. It honestly didn't say anything different on the website. So It didn't say that they weren't live dinosaurs? It didn't say that they weren't live dinosaurs. Okay, so we can probably safely assume that they are live dinosaurs then. I guess. I took a logic class in college. I think that's how that works. Yeah, probably. But it sounds like a great thing for kids. Their website also says, all ages love it, from 3 to 103. That's actually (laughs) on the website. It sounds like a lot of fun. It does. All right. Also on Saturday, Hoppin is having their three-year anniversary party. Doors open at 12 for a cornhole tournament. They're going to have a rooftop cocktail bar sponsored by Red Bull. And then from 2 to 5, there's going to be a live rooftop concert featuring Trey Francis, free pizza, from Tadaro, gift card giveaways, 8 p.m. There's going to be a live DJ keeping the party going, and tickets are free. So wait a minute. Free pizza, free music, free cornhole? Free DJ. Are they even selling anything? Drinks. <laughs> drinks. <laughs> They're selling drinks. I think so. All right. Well, I would definitely buy a drink but if I'm getting all that for free. For sure. <laughs> no, that sounds awesome. Keeps coming. Doesn't end. Also on Saturday, March 25th, Greenville Triumph is having their opening match because it's not a game. It's a match, right? Yep. Okay. Bingo. And it's their fifth birthday party. The game is starting at 7 p.m. at Furman. They're taking on the Richmond Kickers. Clever name there, Richmond. And tickets are <laughs> tickets are 15 to $25. So on to our last two segments, the weather and then... A new business idea for you because we just keep churning them out. We have so many ideas. And we, we just, just can't do them we've all. We've got to get them out of our brain somehow. Somebody's got to do them. Yeah. We want people to move on all our ideas. Yeah. Do it. 
So here we go. I'm going to hit you really quick on the weather. Give it to us. All right. First three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, pretty mild, chilly mornings, moving from sun towards clouds. Then Thursday, Friday, much warmer, partly cloudy, kind of cloudy. Saturday, chance of rain, still warm. Sunday, pretty mild and sunny. So pretty good looking week. And now what you've really been waiting for, this business idea. Give it to us. So Will and I have been thinking. We have been thinking. A lot. We run a lot. Yes. At Unity Park, round town, downtown, Swamp Rabbit. You know the vibe. You probably also know the vibe. If you finish a run, you're thirsty. You need to replenish. You just sweat a lot. You're probably hungry. You might have bonked. I don't know. Don't bonk. Don't bonk. But listen, we have a solution for you in this idea of, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, I do know how to describe it. I don't know what you'd call it. What are we calling it? I think we would call this recovery on tap. Yeah. Recover on tap. So basically our idea is called recovery on tap. We're, we're open to changing that name. Yeah. So shoot us ideas. But the, the essential part is on tap. And recovery. And recovery. So the, the whole name parts. is essential. It's all essential, but it could be named something different. But I would like on tap to be in the name. <laughs> That's and, a non-negotiable. And recovery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Recovery can have a synonym, but it still needs to get the meaning across. Okay. All right. So basically, instead of having like, you know, like beer on tap or something, like obviously you probably don't like that's not the best recovery after you run. So we're, we're thinking in the commons, having a shop slash restaurant. Like, like I think it's a restaurant. Okay. We'll call it a restaurant where basically it's all smoothie taps and not, and not just smoothie taps. I think it should be smoothie taps, Gatorade taps, water. Orange juice? Um, Maybe orange juice. I don't know how much of a recovery drink that is. I feel like it goes in with the breakfast of smoothies. Okay. Orange juice, fruit juices, like freshly squeezed fruit juices, celery juice celery juice i don't know some people like that it's good for you maybe okay. you could put that in the smoothies okay i don't know but yeah like smoothies protein shakes muscle milk yes i was um, trying to think of muscle milk chocolate milk so basically any fun i mean and it, and it wouldn't necessarily have to be recovery like if you want a smoothie yeah you and know? they're good and they're like freshly made so there's like people manning them yep from behind where they're mixing up smoothies constantly. So it's not like a smoothie that's been in there for like four hours. Right. Yeah. And you would come. It would be so easy. Like you would pay for a cup. Yeah. And literally you come to the desk. Yes. It's one price. You swipe your card. Per size cup that you get. So like each size is different. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's a different price per cup. But yeah. Right. Um. Well, I guess. I feel like it should be per drink. We, we probably would do smoothies maybe as a price and then maybe like non-smoothie muscle milk would fall under smoothies but then like if you wanted orange juice or, or chocolate like milk, milk it should be cheaper than those like a would smoothie. be cheaper okay yeah. so but still like a very simple menu where you pay for a cup you get your cup and then you just go fill it up yeah and that's it they're all on tap super right. easy super fast super tasty lots of options yeah and pretty low overhead and then like if you want a beer you can go over to the, the tap room exactly so you've got everything you need. That's our idea. That's our idea. And I think it's pretty genius. It is. We probably don't have the resources to do it in the next like year or so, but we would like to see it happen in the next year or so. Yeah. So we're fine if you do it in the next year. But like probably just give us credit and make sure that we get free smoothies if you do it. Yeah. I think that, that's fair. That's a fair compromise. Like I don't want anything else. I just want like free smoothies and a little bit of credit. We'll do a, a collab. We'll do a Greenville mic smoothie collab. Yeah. It'd be a green smoothie probably. Probably. But it would taste like it wasn't one. 
Exactly. It'd probably just be like a milkshake with like green food coloring. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. There's your business idea and there's your weekly rundown. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with all your friends. We just want to keep making more fun podcasts. Yeah, if you could give us five stars, that would mean a lot. Follow us on Instagram. And that's it. That's all we've got for you. That's it. We'll look forward to seeing you next Monday with the next weekly rundown. See ya.